Bang, 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 bang. That's how we're starting it out. Hey, friends. Aaron Cliver, straight from the dad quarters. Dad quarters. Grown dad business. And uh, I started off the podcast a little special <laughs> because, uh, as you know, this is, uh, this is we're going to have a little talk. I brought my friend uh, Terry Jones. Is hey. here, comedian, dad. Yo, I love that he hits that note on. Yeah, that, it's nice, that right? Part. <laughs> and of course, uh, Thanks, Kid Mental, aka Sketch Jones, aka Drum Jones, aka Daddy Rum Rum. <laughs> <laughs> Always get me with that. Daddy Rum Rum. That's a good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Daddy Rum Rum. Uh, man, I you know I I thought. I thought of Terry immediately because I know you work with John Witherspoon a lot, and I feel like, you know, if people don't know who John Witherspoon is, I just feel like I wanted to talk about who he is, who he was, um, especially for for us that is have uh, opened for him as stand-up comedians. People don't even know John Witherspoon. I should just <laughs> intro it. John Witherspoon is a comedian, actor, um, who who just passed away last week, and. Um, I've worked with him extensively over the last eight years, and a lot of people, you know, remember him from, you know, some of his fun movies uh, like Friday and Boomerang, and I'm just thinking of the ones that like really he he really made uh, he was really good in. But he's the Wayans he was, Brothers show. The, he's dad and Wayans Brothers. Boondocks though, that's my Boondocks. Uh, he was Spoon in Tracy Morgan show. Yep. I mean, he was in music videos. <laughs> oh my God, he was in a Jay Z video. You know, he was in a Jay. Like, that's the and this is why not only I want to talk about John. We're happy in a way where he was so accomplished, and it's so crazy that I I actually went I went and read his Wikipedia page. Oh snap! And I was like, this just really says his resume, because he did not do personal interviews. He did not do press. He did not talk about his life. He didn't do many podcasts. Uh, I mean, he just did Joe Rogan with his son, J.D., and that was a big, like, I mean, J.D. had to beg him to do that. And uh, he just didn't do interviews. I, I asked him probably five times to do Grown Dad Business. And he was like, you know what he said to me? He goes, you don't need to interview me. You know me. That's what he said. I don't want to do his impression, but I hear his head in my voice. In his, hear, my, <laughs> hear his voice in my head. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's like, I don't need no do no damn interview. <laughs> you know me. See, you call me. Right. <laughs> um, but, um, dude, I, there's so many places to like. There's so many places to go. But that's why I was like, not only is has Terry worked with John and love loves John, um, but you're also kind of a. A comedy historian, especially yeah. black comedy historian. Oh yeah, for sure. Because like every time we talk about comedy, you're like, you know, John in uh, '72, and you know Richard Pryor, and I was like, I don't even know. I didn't even know Richard Pryor had a birthmark there. I didn't even know. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I just wanted to. I, I don't know. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's I just wanted to talk about it. But John has done so many things. Uh, not only as an actor, as a comedian. I mean. Opening for and writing Richard, writing for Richard Pryor. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the one thing I tell people, and they're like, "What?" Yeah, they had no clue. You know, uh, he, uh, and then you look at his career. You know how he made cameos in so many TV shows. So many. I mean, if you go look at his IMDb profile, it is. I mean, I'll look. I look at a minute. It's yeah. got to be over two, three hundred. I mean, it's. Yeah. He did so many little parts in TV uh, before he became Pops. Before Friday, before Boomerang, but Boomerang, I think Boomerang is what really boom, just like took him off as that character actor. But anyway, we gotta talk more because I, I got I got some John stories. Uh, Terry has some stories. I mean, because I just want to, I, I don't know, I just want to uh, talk about how amazing John Witherspoon was. Bang 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 bang. That's his website. That's bang bang. Here, here's how he visit. Go to my website. Bang, 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 bang. That's four bangs. Don't bang, go to bang. five bangs. That's a porno site. <laughs> Grown Dad Business with Aaron Clyro. Hey, that's my dad's name. Rate and review. Subscribe and share. About to get super dope.
Friends, just want to say thank you to everybody that supports on Patreon. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it's where you can support artists and creative people and funny people like myself, Aaron Cliver, and uh, like my friend, Jerome Kid Mental. Uh, we are both on Patreon, patreon.com slash Aaron Kleiber and patreon.com slash kidmental. We give cool stuff away for people that support us. Shirts, stickers, beats, songs, stuff like that. Um, fun videos, exclusive uh, podcasts, post shows, uh, patreon.com slash Aaron Kleiber. That's exactly what it is and because uh, it helps us keep the show running. So thank you so much for doing that. Also... Uh, just want to mention also my guy Kid Mental at Kid Mental Music, KidMental.com. He makes music for you, for your business, for your brand. Go check him out. He also puts on another hat. I know this is this is confusing. He also is an incredible designer. Goes by the name of Sketch Jones. And uh, him and I collaborated and created Grown Dad Shirts. Go to GrownDadShirts.com. We made some uh, pretty uh, awesome and hilarious designs at GrownDadShirts.com. Some Wu-Tang shout-outs, some Beastie Boys, uh, just some funny dad stuff, uh, some stuff from my stand-up. GrownDadShirt.com. You can get uh, yeah, you can get a shirt for a discount. GDB10. That's right. GDB10 at GrownDadShirts.com. And the Grown Dad shirts are brought to you by my exclusive apparel uh, partner. I love these guys. Ink Division, locally owned in Braddock, Pennsylvania, but they ship nationwide. Go check them out if you want to get some something printed. They can take care of you all around the country. Ink-Division.com. They're bomb. That rhymed. Was that? <laughs> I did it. No, guys. Thanks so much. And listen, if you want some stickers, just hit me up. Message me. Tweet at me stickers and let me send you some stickers. I know I'm like, who wants some stickers? I feel crazy. <laughs> like I'm whipping a whip. Hey guys, hit me up with stickers. Be kind, be funny. Got those stickers, got those t shirts. But seriously, be kind, be funny. Boom. And we're back. Dad quarters. Kid Mental on the Beats. Terry Jones. Ew. Dude, I, so, um, man, like, it, making me think back. About John, like I was looking through photos and I was trying to find some photos. I never really took many photos. Yeah, I don't do that to begin with. I just yeah. like you when you're in the moment, you're working with people. You're yeah, just, you, don't really, yeah. you know. But John is one of those people. I'm like, let me get a picture because, like, yeah, that's, this dude's that's a legend. History. Yeah, you know what I mean. Certain, like certain people I get pictures with, like, but overall I don't. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, there's only a handful. Yeah. So I don't want my head, my headliner friends, to be like, "You never got a picture of me." I'm like, that's because <laughs> your butt. No, that's not. That's not what it is. I, uh, I, I'm trying to think, man. Like, I, what now? Jerome comes from not comedy. What, what is your knowledge of John Witherspoon? I'm just curious. My knowledge now, assuming you're not like I a mean, super fan that knows every one of his <laughs> roles, <laughs> no, I'm not a super but just like a, an outside perspective, you know, Friday, like, <laughs> right? I mean? yeah. uh, he was on uh, that music. What was he? He was on um, what the uh, Nappy Roots, right? I think oh, yeah. he was in the Nappy Roots, he's in Nappy Roots, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. uh, of course, Boondocks because uh. You know, cartoons. I, I love. Oh yeah, I everybody love loves Boondocks. Like, you gotta Amazing. love Boondocks. Yeah, um, yeah he the macaroni. The macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> See, Friday. like it, that, that was the thing. Like he was, he was in all the black movies. He's in House Party. Yeah, he's the neighbor. yeah, that's right. Oh, he's the that's mad right. neighbor. Yeah, they want to shut your way up. Turn that music down. <laughs> and then you know, one of my favorite cameos by John Witherspoon in any movie is Meteor Man. Oh, yes. yes. Dude. He claimed yes. that he was Meteor Man. Yes. We were just talking about the Golden Lords, and you you sitting yeah. over there looking yeah. like a Golden Lord. Well, Golden I said, <laughs> didn't, we, didn't we say that on the yeah. podcast? Yeah. yeah. We did talk about Meteor Man. And he, he was in Meteor Man, and they go, we're sitting here with uh, Clarence Thomas the Third or whatever his <laughs> yes. name was. And then he's like, yeah, I'm the Meteor Man. <laughs> and he's like doing the whole thing. We got to fly. Yes. <laughs> he's like, beware. I mean, yeah. that's Medium the thing. <laughs> that's when when you start like when you start mentioning the things he was in, and yeah. people are like, "Wait, and this and this." Yeah. Now I'm I'm a movie fan. Um, 
you know, I'm a comedy fan. Yeah. But most people like it. He it, he is kind of a um, he he's he's a black actor, so yeah. he's in a lot of black movies. You know what I mean? I oh, watch everything, like, like Black Dynamite, like all of them. But like all like, yeah. of them. So when people were like, "Oh, who are you working with?" and I'm like, "John Witherspoon," and they're like, "Oh, who's John Witherspoon?" and I said, "He's the dad from Friday," yeah. and they're like, "Oh." Or if you just say pops. Yeah, I say he's the dad, the pops from front. And he yeah. goes, oh. But what's so funny is, too, when you mention someone like, I'm with John Witherspoon, a black person would be like, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Like, That's uh, the Wayans dad. That's Boomerang. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I saw that different type of reverence for him when you go on the road with him because you see people that, are, that love him for the boondocks or they love him for that, like, one role he did, you know, yeah. in Meteor Man or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but I always find it, like, when you go through, before even getting into his, like, where he started in history, but, like, just his resume. I mean, this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read his – I'm just going to read his IMDb. <laughs> you can go through, but I'm going to give the highlights. The shows that he guested in, and apparently, like, you, you know, he started as a stand-up uh, and, and writing with Richard Pryor. Yeah. And but he was also I he think was he was on the Richard Pryor show. He was on the Richard Pryor show. Yeah, he was also a slack model. Yes, he was. He was a slack model. He's a model, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did uh he did business clothes. Uh yeah. I remember him telling you about that. He's like, yeah, I look so good in slacks when I was a young man. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, um he used to work in the Louis Vuitton store back in the day, like the sixties, oh, seventies. Yeah. And he told me one of the funniest stories he said was about Jonathan Winters. And he <laughs> said he was working the, the Louis Vuitton store and Jonathan Winters like goes comes down backwards. On the railing, like screaming, because doing Jonathan Winters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, uh, "Mr. Witherspoon, do you know that man?" He's like, "Yeah, that's Jonathan Winters." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, but it, it's crazy. <laughs> like the whole thing, he was just a great. It, it's funny because he talked about modeling. You know, oh yeah, yeah. He started in Detroit mm-hmm. and then went to L.A. and was yep. just like, "Yo, I'm gonna be." famous because he was tall and lanky yeah yeah Yeah. he said i look good in slacks Mm -hmm. (laughs) he uh okay so (laughs) it was a wolf god damn it yeah (laughs) he's in slacks yeah wolf wolf. (laughs) yeah and vampire in brooklyn (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) he's there be flip-flopping and shit flip-flopping little wolf (laughs) dude (laughs) motherfucker jumped on the boat and ran over there (laughs) said you ever had a woman (laughs) flip-flop dude his his physical comedy was is so good Oh, yeah. And if you, like, okay, we can't even get, uh, there's so many, we'll get into live. I just want to tell you, okay, he started the Richard Pryor show. This is great, Jerome, good work. That sounds good. (laughs) Okay, he had cameos. This is all like one or two episodes. The Old Incredible Hulk, What's Happening, Good Times, Barnaby Jones, The Jazz Singer, The Movie, WKRP in Cincinnati, Hill Street Blues, uh, Oh, Hollywood Shuffle, Robert Townsend. One of my favorite Robert Townsend. movies. Yes. <laughs> um, he, what's happening now? He was in Frank's Place. I don't know if you like your parents watched Frank's Place. That was what Tim Reed. Yeah. It's um, he played. He played uh, Mike Hanlon in and it. it. Yeah. yeah. He was uh, in uh, the Cincinnati show. Yeah, WKRP in Cincinnati also. Uh, he was in Amen. And then, and then he started. Uh, he he was in. He was the Reverend, and I'm gonna get you, sucker. Oh yeah, Mr. Strickland <laughs> and House Party. I got that still on VHS, on me. One uh, of the greatest movies. <laughs> then he did L.A. L.A. Law episode of that. Killer Tomatoes Strike Back. Did you what? know that? <laughs> but then well, now I gotta watch it. But then he yeah, hit. Watch it then he hit Boomerang in '92 with Eddie. Then Meteor Man. Mm-hmm. Then Fatal Instinct. That that knockoff. Yeah. He was in on episodes of Martin, yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Aug- yep, <laughs> Augustus <yeah>. Adams. <laughs> he played Lisa's dad. Yes. Yeah. And then he was uh, in Martin. He played Martin's uncle. He had an eye patch. Uncle. I forget the uncle's name. He had an eye patch, and he said, uh, "I got my eye." Uncle Jr. <laughs> uncle. <laughs> uncle Junior. Yeah. Uncle Junior. But then, uh, yeah. Every, then he had Friday Vampire in Brooklyn sprung. Fake and Defunct. Oh, he was great. Well. Living single, single. Bullworth. That's right. He was the Reverend in Bullworth. Mm-hmm. I got the hookup. Oh, forget about And then uh, <laughs> over a hundred episodes of uh, the Wayans Brothers. Next Friday, the Ladies Man, Little Nicky, mm-hmm. Doctor Doolittle Two, Friday After Next. All the episodes of Tracy Morgan Show, Soul Plane. 
Black I, Jesus. Black Jesus. <laughs> Little man. Yeah. He played I the mean, grandpa in a uh, uh, black or in a uh, the hustle. He was on episodes of Tosh Point O. Oh, that was probably fun. Was to, to don't don't scream at me in my own house. Yeah. He was a, a homeless man. <laughs> I mean, his acting resume. Is crazy. Is amazing, and the one thing that I I talked a little bit about him, uh, a, a a little bit with him about acting, mm-hmm. and he, he always anytime I ever talked to him about acting, he was you know did you do anything or you know whatever I just did this part I just did this commercial whatever blah blah blah. The one thing that he always was uh, about acting was yeah. being prepared. He was so meticulous. Like I'm like John, do you want to go to lunch tomorrow? He goes, no, I got to work on scripts. You gotta, I got to work on my scripts for because he was still doing weigh-ins. Oh uh, yeah, and he was doing he's, and he was doing um, he was doing Boondocks and Black Jesus, so he was like, no, I got to work on my script. And I'm like, well, how many pages you got? He was like, oh, like two pages. <laughs> but he's like, I'm getting old. He's yeah. like, but this is what I've always done. He goes, I've always just known every word on the page. Blah blah. He just got it down perfect. And when you see him, you think you know when he's just jumping in an episode, acting a fool on the weigh-ins. You think he's just shooting out of a cannon, acting and like an idiot? No, yeah. he's he's been studying that. Oh, what was that song? All week. What that sound like? The bang, bang, bang song. Bang, 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 they don't see it like that. They don't right. see that he's being prepared. Right. And he's majorly prepared for everything. Even oh, yeah. even doing his shows. Like, you know how it was. It was like it had to be like everyone do their time. Oh yeah. When their time No is guess to sets. Do. No he never liked guess no sets. No guess sets. No. I got the the very first time I ever did a guess set was with him and he was not happy <laughs> that I was on that yeah, guess no set. No guess sets. And I, I bombed. I was brand new. I was like twenty. So it was like, you know, but he was he was he was nice. Yeah. And then uh, there was other people then when they put guest sets on, especially like if they did bad. So like if he ever gave you a guest set, like you happen to be around and he gave you a guest set, that was one of the best gestures he could ever do. Yes. Like for anyone. I've seen a handful of guest sets, maybe in the how many shows I've done with him, always never wanted guest sets. Always wanted the time. To be exact. It was always about he he always wanted to make sure that he wasn't making the audience tired, that if he felt like doing fifty or an hour and ten, he wanted to. Because some nights he wanted to sing. Yeah. <laughs> he literally was sing. He, uh, yeah. Uh he's singing bang bang bang. No, no he sang sing uh, like uh, What a Wonderful World. Yeah. And he would sing um the, the um, I got sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. I need reverb. Give me some reverb. Give me the reverb. <laughs> reverb. Yeah. <laughs> What was uh, the other song that he was singing? He was singing. Uh, <coughs> oh, oh man, uh, uh, the the national anthem. Remember, he would do the whole oh, joke about the yellow the, birds. Yeah, the yellow birds. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he when they would have a Motown group, I could go. <laughs> I could do. I could do so many of his bits. Um, What's your favorite bit? Will by Chamberlain. Him? Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. Hands down. Yo, that's one of the funniest Listen, bits. He in the world. he said he's been doing this bit. For like 30 years. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'll never stop doing it because it's still so funny. It is. And it is basically him. <laughs> I can't do it any justice. I don't think you'll ever see it. I'm actually. No, I think he did. It kind of makes me special. upset a little bit. Did he do it on one of his specials? I don't remember if he did or not. He must have. He must have. He had to have. He didn't do a lot of specials. No, he did. Uh, he did one in what? 2005? No, that was. Uh, 2008? It was later than that. Okay. It might have been 2010 maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I uh, yeah, you got to coordinate. Yeah, it was on Showtime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think you might have did, but the Will Chamberlain joke. Not only oh jeez, there's so much stuff to. Every time I mention something, it makes me think of three other things. Not <laughs> only like that, his best joke ever was the Will Chamberlain joke. Uh, basically, him saying it was impossible for Will Chamberlain to have sex with twenty thousand women. Yeah, he, and it is so funny. And his <laughs> premise of the joke is that if he has sex with twenty thousand women, that's all he was ever doing. Yeah, and then John Witherspoon. In total silence, except for uproarious laughter, he mimics Wilt Chamberlain dribbling a basketball and eating dinner and talking on the phone, all while humping. Yeah, and it is the f- <laughs> one of the funniest physical comedy bits I have ever seen. Not only that is because of just him. Yeah, yeah. It's just him doing this physical. When he would do physical comedy, when he would. Uh, you know, he would yell at his sister in church when he would rip her wig off. And yeah, like, yeah. I mean, 
all of these physical bits he did <laughs> were so funny. One of my other favorite. This is this is hard to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Eating the chicken in the car. <laughs> oh yeah. The, he said. Uh, he's when, when when you had the rotisserie chicken in the car. <laughs> he's like. He goes, don't you stop at a red light? Yeah. And then he eats it. The physical comedy is so good. He he would he would talk about you break off the piece and and <laughs> my you know my favorite it's it sounds goofy because he has so many great bits but one of my favorite yep. bits by him is Wesley Snipes in prison the blade. Oh oh hey blade blade yo I oh yeah I haven't heard so that in a while hard. it was one of the funniest things ever because hey blade <laughs> yeah yeah coming to suck your blood blade hey blade <laughs> yeah that's so funny yo he had he was so uh so smart man and and funny and his stories off stage were the best yeah I, you know a lot of people don't realize too like his stories come from th- that like. I mean, the life that he had, I mean, he started off trying to do music in Detroit. He's from Detroit. He yeah. has, like, what, 11 brothers and sisters, something like that. Yeah. One of his brothers joined, ended up joining Motown as a writer, wrote a couple hit songs. Because um, he played, like, he played instruments in high school and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember talking about playing instruments. But but then, uh, yeah, like, all his family tried getting into music and stuff. Oh. <laughs> music. It was super loud. That's okay. I like it. That's okay. That's a good beat, Drew. It's good. Oh, that's your that's your that's your lovely day. That was my Bill Withers. Your your Bill Withers oh, Bill Withers it. homage. <laughs> I love it. This is dope. I know, right? <laughs> I don't care. I'll interrupt. This is good. This is good music. Sorry, Jerome. We're talking over here about comedy, and Jerome's no. sitting over here doing crossword puzzles, no, no, was, like Stanley from the <laughs> Office. Yeah, that's so funny. Hey, I'm here to I'm here to bring the beast. That's I what appreciate I'm here for. You. Yeah. Um, I love I love your conversation. That's great. I can turn it down. I, uh, oh, on you're this, okay. On this, Just, this is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, makes me think of my kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely day. Yeah. It's a lovely oh, yeah. day. Yeah. Um. Might have to start singing for you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, that's the thing. Like, he started in music, and then I don't. He. I, I remember he, he met Richard Pryor at the comedy store. I know he was a door guy at the comedy store. Let's just. I'm trying to get things in order. Let's just yeah. spit out information. You can't, you can't really it's get so it in hard order because there's so much. There's so much stuff. There's so much that was lo- lovable about him. Yeah. And so much that he's done that, uh, that we loved. That you can't really break it down into like order, like yeah. where it's it's not like we're trying to write a book, you know? Yeah, what no, I mean? no, like, yeah, you're right. That's how my brain is. I'm like, wait, no, I gotta tell too, you this before I tell you this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, he's he worked at the comedy store. He was door guys with David Letterman, and a lot of people uh, don't know that David Letterman was his best man in his wedding. Yep. And David, he was his best man, and they're both godfathers to each other's children. Yeah. Because they started comedy together. He started comedy when Dave was like a weatherman and worked at the comedy store. And that's why Dave would always have him on the show. Remember, yep. he would have him on yep. the show where he, or he'd perform on Letterman. He would always have him on either, uh, I believe John told me, the first episode of the season. Yeah. I believe he had him on every first episode of the new season, like in September or something like that. Yeah, they were real tight. But he was on every single year. And um, he would tell me about Dave's ranch in Montana where he would just he'd be like, yep, we would go up there for a couple days. And Dave wants to go and shoot. And so he goes, Dave, let's just sit here and drink wine and smoke cigars. And Dave, <laughs> he said, Dave wants to go out in the woods and get on like an ATV. He's like, hell no. We're sitting here just by the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he told me stories about when he would go to New York to do Letterman. You know, him and Letterman. I did not know that Letterman had almost as many cars as Jay Leno. No, I, I didn't know that. Wow. He, he, keeps, he keeps it low key. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that Dave Letterman had like a couple hundred cars as well. Wow. And and uh, Pops said when he would go up, he said that he had a indoor garage in New York that just had all these kinds of cars in it. Wow. Like a parking garage. Wow. Like, like on some John Wick types. Oh, stuff. yeah. Oh, yeah. And he said he had like a key to the floor. Wow! Oh, that's ball. Like that's yeah, that is that's that's when you make it. Too I mean, much to money. rent a, a garage a in New York garage. City for your rent, classic just, cars, I, I can't. Just I can't even that. afford rent. But he said. <laughs> but he said you back know? in the day. He said back in the day when he still drove, he was like, him and Dave, he go pick a car, that's, that's and they amazing. would just drive around New York City. That's I'm so like, crazy. what? 
And he's like, yeah, meet you back here in an hour. Wow. <laughs> wow. Isn't that wild, man? Yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, man, I mean, there's so much stuff. Like when he told me that David Letterman is his best friend and the godfather to his children, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, talk about like talk about John and Pryor because lo- people yeah. that's the one thing that people do not understand. I, I think a lot of people don't understand it because they John was one of those guys that was he was in the limelight, but he was so low key at the same time. Like, sure. Yeah. That's John a good is point. one of yeah. those people that's famous enough to he'll he'll like people will go nuts if he walked in the grocery store. But he oh, could, yeah, he, but he could still get through. You know what I mean, and get groceries and shit. Like you, you feel oh, me? Oh yeah, right, right, right. What I mean by that is like Pryor was the guy who was like the face. It's the same with like Paul Mooney. Sure. Paul Mooney is such a great uh, comedian yeah. and writer, and he wrote for Pryor yeah. as well. And that's and, and what that, people that circle people, was just people might not know it was Witherspoon and Pryor and Pryor. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that was yeah. that was his guys forever. Yeah, that was it. And because uh, Paul Mooney was on the John Witherspoon roast. Yep. And uh, Earthquake had that funny joke about him. <laughs> and I'll never forget it where uh, he said, uh, it's about Paul Mooney. But he said, uh, Paul Mooney is proof that everybody has a gay uncle. And Paul Mooney was furious. <laughs> and then John Witherspoon, because <laughs> Paul Mooney goes off on him, right? Yeah. And then John Witherspoon goes, there you go. Daps him up. Yeah. <laughs> After he goes off on earthquake, like he just there you go. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is great. There's like they a, have so much history. There's that roast with Richard Pryor. Have you? Oh seen yeah. The roast? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets on with a spoon. I've. Uh, I will say it is a fun thing. To, uh, I think it's fun for me to say that I've heard all kinds of opinions about yeah. Paul Mooney. Oh yeah. That yeah. I'll keep to myself. Oh yeah. Well, I, but yeah, yeah, I've heard quite a few funny stories. Mm-hmm. But. He's the goat, though. That's there are a couple things that I know I've heard that I won't say. Oh yeah, there are things that I've. Uh, if you want to know, I'll tell you personally. There's stuff that I know that like people I know have experienced personally. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, and not just about like, I you know, yeah. Let me talk about this. Like, I I know you've sat with John before, but like one of my best as a comedian, when you have experiences um you you tend to forget about it like you know some of the cool things you get to do and you know yeah, true. you know like the fir- like one of the first festivals we went together we went to cabo yeah you know and you're like what this is unbelievable we're going to film tv in cabo like this yeah, is crazy yeah. you know some of some of those experiences you don't you know it's just so crazy it goes in and out like you don't even and that's when it, when i started you know thinking and reminiscing about like john and some of the stories he's told and i'm like there's been nights where and i've told people this that you know, there's times where John just wanted to hang out. He just yeah, wanted to. Ha- he just wanted someone to talk. He just to. wanted to hang out at the club like yeah. you used to do. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, we get a drink. We drink for free at the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, that reminds me of one of my favorite bits when he asks for a Heineken on stage. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Yo, he always asks for a Heineken. Excuse Yo. my voice. I lost my voice when yeah. at our show we did last <laughs> night. But yeah, yo, the Heineken, and he Dude, <laughs> he goes when it's when it when you pay for it. He's like, uh, you drink every drop. And and uh, he's like, but when it's free, he's like throw, throwing it in the air. Yeah, doing uh, like like prayer stuff with it, yeah. like it's holy water. And then and then he and he pours it in his hands and puts it in his hair. Yeah, yeah, like it's like it's aftershave. He puts it on his aftershave. Yes. He's like, ooh, this is free. This is so free. He's sticking his finger in it. Yeah. He's like, mm, you want some? Oh, my God, uh, that's so he, funny. Because he would talk about the cologne. Yes. And, yo, he would start off his shows with like every quote. Which, by the, the way, was, was so smart. Yeah. And um, Dave Coulier and I talked about that. Yeah. Because Dave Coulier started doing that apparently because of John Witherspoon. Okay. Because smart. Dave Coulier, you know, cut it out. Yeah. The groundhog yeah. or whatever. With the woodchuck or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was talking about that. And I said, I work with Dave Coulier. Everybody knows who Dave Coulier is. Yeah, yeah. Uncle and Joey. I, yeah. And I said... I said, hey, it's interesting that you do your catchphrases right out the gate. And he goes, I've seen a couple people do that. And I thought it was really smart. And I said, yeah. I said, I work with John Witherspoon. He goes, oh, I've seen John do that. And he goes, and I always thought that was a great idea. And I just started doing it. Yeah. He was like, he's one of the people I saw do that. And I was like, wow. And it's so smart because when you're famous and you're known for like a handful of catchphrases, he just goes out, bang, 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 don't go in the bathroom for 35, 45 minutes, like knocks out all (laughs) of his quotes. People don't yell them out, and it works. It yeah, works. It does. And 
and it knocks it out from the start. Because you hear so many other stories about people who right. get interrupted during the show. Remember the whole Dave Chappelle thing? Oh, yeah. And uh, what was that? Hartford or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then you had uh, Damon Wayans. The same thing happened to him with oh, Homie right. the Clown. And, oh, yeah. You know, so. Oh, Chappelle was getting pissed about that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those same things. Same with Don. I mean, I've worked with Donald Rawlings, too. Remember, I'm rich. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that was him. that out in the show. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, he just tore people up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's 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 cool, man, because like you said, when John sits down and he hangs out, um, I remember him telling this story about how he snuck in the the uh one of the arenas to go see uh Elvis oh. in Detroit when he was a kid. <laughs> and it was great because it's just like, yo, we don't realize how close we were yeah. to history. Oh and that's what yes. blows my mind. Yes. It's not just That's what working. I was getting to. Yes. Like like you said, we we've worked with, we've had some beautiful experiences comedically. Mm-hmm. And we've worked with some of the biggest names in comedy because we're trying to become those names yeah, one day, just too. Working. But, but you learn and we pick up things. And the coolest thing about John was it was his gestures mm-hmm. that were the lessons. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, the fact that this dude is this legendary and this historical. Right. And he's talking to me. You know, this yes. is somebody from the age of the Robin Williams, yes. the Priors, the uh, Cosby's and stuff talk, like that. Talk. It, He's talked about seeing Robin Williams. Yo, he he. T- I talked to him about seeing Robin Williams for the first time. Yeah. And one of the first times he saw him at the store, this guy started this crazy, goofy, hairy kid. Yeah. He, st- he said, you know, I mean, we were. He said he was like, no, he was on coke. We were all on coke. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was were. like, okay. But he goes, everybody knew this guy. He said, you saw Mitzi light up. He said, you would see Mitzi light up for people, and you yeah. knew they were it. Yeah. You knew. Cause she knew, like I, you know, um, yeah. I being able, I had that experiences where you you have a, an, exp, you know, mm-hmm. okay. So after the show, I was saying, you know, so sometimes on Saturday night, you know, John would say, "Let's have a bottle of wine after the show. Give me a bottle of Merlot. Merlot. <laughs> say, Give me some Merlot." And I didn't even like, I don't even like wine. Yeah. But he would bring two glasses, you know, and he would just after, not like Aaron, come sit down and talk. Yeah, he yeah, would just yeah. pour a glass of wine. Here, you want a little dum dum? Here, go here. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we're just sitting there talking. talking. Manager might come in, hang out, yeah. and we're just talking. And I know manager, they 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 have these experiences, and it's an amazing job. I mean, oh yeah, you just, for sure. You know, um, but as a comic, I mean, you're sitting there. It's like you get to meet like one of your professors. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like you get to sit there. It's like you're you're a full. It's like like what if you're a college football player? That's what I akin us to. Mm-hmm. We're still in the NCAA. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. We are. And you're sitting there, and like you're having a conversation with like Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Barry Sanders. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. This is a goat. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So f- to give people the idea, it's like you're sitting there, and like we would sit there and talk for two hours, mm-hmm. and finish two bottles of wine. And then I'd have to help him into the limo, and then he would make the limo wait outside till three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, they'd be like, uh, "John, your car's here." I'm like, "I don't give a shit. You paying for it?" Yeah, right. <laughs> he didn't care. Right. He didn't care. He was chilling. The limo driver <laughs> don't care. Um, but like, you know, we would just talk, and like some of the things that I said, like the stories I heard about prior that yeah. is in no books, no books. Yeah. Like the stories I've heard. About the stuff they were doing and goofing off, and it's crazy, isn't it? I, and and then I've, you you read prior convictions, right? Oh yeah, I mean, he, hearing like, oh, I was there when this happened. Yeah, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like what? Uh, also, uh, this is a random. <laughs> this is a random thing for comedy uh, nerds. Um, I will say, John did say, without a doubt, that Richard was not gay. Oh yeah, he well, said that. Well, John said Richard was not gay. They, I don't know why they consider it gay, but well, Richard, I mean, well, you know, there, you, you do know the story about the, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I think they, I just remember it coming up one time, and it was like I never, I never, I don't understand that. Yeah, that's all he said. He's like, I don't understand any of that. Because they try to that make, don't make no sense. Because he, he goes, we always chasing pussy. <laughs> <laughs> we always trying to get some ass. <laughs> like so, I mean, you know, he didn't get married till the eight, late eighties. You know what I mean? That's Ooh, that's Rich. part of the game, John. Oh, John. John. Yeah, John. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, because um, I was like, Rich was married like twelve times. Yeah, no, that's a rock well, star. You know life. what's funny? John. John didn't mention about Rich. He said that 
the thing about a lot of these famous comedians that are that we consider crazy, yeah, that are always in the press, the the Cat Williams, the Richard Pryor, because right. he told me some stories about Cat too. And one of the things he said about Pryor was that Pryor was nuts, and the women he had were just as nuts right, as yeah, him. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's what made him. He said, when they get that famous and that rich, yes. when you have crazy people around you, you are allowed to just do crazy things and be crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was interesting to hear that because, you know, you hear these stories of, like, right. Pryor doing wild stuff, like shooting and rebasing and yep the whole shebang. Oh, and yeah. it's like, okay. And John was one of those guys that was always humble and, like, stayed in a good lane oh yeah you know what i mean he i did notice that like you talk to him and the stories he tells he kind of just like he never caused like a fuss like he never he kept his mouth shut Mm -hmm. and did the work and was just funny and was good to people and like you know i always bring up be kind be funny yeah john was that yeah john was just that he was he was just kind to everybody (laughs) and he got up on stage and did his work and that's it man um you know, yeah, he never, he, he never, I, I, I've said, I think I posted, I, I, you know, I really didn't, I could go through all of my joke books of my shows, yeah. but you know, I started to think about how many, you know, so for eight years I worked with John, yeah. at least five to 10 weekends a year, yeah. you know, so I was like at least 50 weekends over 200 some shows. I mean, and I have only seen him get mad like twice. Uh, like yeah. really mad. <laughs> um, I would, and most of the time it was always just messing with his schedule. Yeah, he just liked. He he was yeah. very precise. It was about like his time. Look, you told me we're doing radio. I planned on my last three days on getting up on Friday at six a.m. Yeah, like that's how he was. Yeah, he was very. He's like, I got my flight on Wednesday this time on was purpose. It, was he military at one time? No. He no, wasn't. I don't think he was ever military. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Because he was the way he was strict about his time. I don't think so. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I don't think it so. It was like it was almost like because you know there's like comedians that you find yeah. like especially the older comics like they they may have been like in the army right, for like right. a little bit like prior was right. and like stuff like that. You know what did he say? I know he does the whole joke about Vietnam. Well, he does yeah. the jokes about oh, living no, through the, the civil, civil rights. rights and he and he said Billy. Oh, Billy, that's funny. Billy hit you on. <laughs> Billy had a way of changing yeah. your face. Yeah, he said uh he said I would have marched I would have marched in the sixties if it wasn't for Billy. Billy, yeah. The Billy Club. Yeah. He's he goes, You love Martin until you get hit with a Billy, Billy. Club. He said Billy James Jones. Yeah, and you're like Martin Luther Who? <laughs> Dude. And, and the way he so would ridiculous. do the face. Yeah. The way he do the face. Oh, when he gets hit when and he, he would gets hit, he, and his mouth would drop. Yeah, yeah, his eyes would go big. Like he Yo, was like, like oh he instantly God. turned it like an idiot. Yeah, because so. he he would he would march around singing "We Shall Overcome." Yeah. Yo, and they did a Boondocks episode on. Oh that yeah, based oh, on my God. his stand up on what he said. That <sighs> I used to I used to walk to school with two left boots. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he used to walk to school in his sister's boots. He said one of them had a heel on it. <laughs> one of them had a heel on it. Hey, yo, he was so good, man. Oh. And his stage presence, he didn't care. He was one of the first comedians that showed me that you can use the mic stand. And oh, then yeah. I and I saw Kevin Hart starting to do that like early in his career. But no yeah. one John was like John didn't move the mic stand behind him like most. Yeah, right. Like where Todd. It it yeah, was yeah, that yeah. I'm always coming back to this because right, right. this is my home base. Yep. And then when he had to do a bit, he knew exactly where to do it, right yeah. on the right side, right? Like, I I never seen anyone work the nine levels of stage right. like John Witherspoon did Absolutely. with that mic stand. Because uh, for those that don't know, nine levels of stage, there are nine points on the stage. There's the right, the middle, and then the left. But the further back you are, yeah. The more calm the audience it's, is. It breaks into like a telephone uh, dialing grid, if yeah, you remember. Yeah, it like does. A, yeah. And um, seeing John come forward for punchlines and move back yeah. for bits, it was it Absolutely. was great to watch. And when I very first started comedy and I did that guest set, it was just amazing to be able to watch it mm-hmm. because they let it go. Because we, me and Conkle, uh, Jeff, me and Jeff were just talking about this. 
and um, we had got invited down, and the old management at the time was like, hey, come down. You guys are good. You're some of the good open mics because we're so young. And they go, uh, we're going to get you guest sets on John Witherspoon. So we're excited. And wow. our mentor uh, at the time, one of our mentors, Billy Robinson, uh, he was like, <laughs> Billy he was like, yeah, man, we're going to go down there. and You're going to do guest sets. But you got five minutes. That's it. Five minutes. So we go. <laughs> Serious. We're, we're, we're all excited. And I'm like, yeah. And, I, I, you know, when you're new to comedy, you have this thing in your mind where you swear that you're just going to be like this comedic genius. Oh, and yeah. Everyone's going to take you yeah. with you. So I was so young. I, I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. John Witherspoon's going to think I'm so funny. Right. Yeah. So we go. And uh, he goes to tell them. So they go, did, did you tell John there's guest sets? They go, no. And it's completely sold out. Because, you know, John's shows would sell out. Mm -hmm. So it's completely sold out. And we're brand new. And he goes and tells John. John comes. He, he, you see the door close, right? Mm -hmm. Billy Robinson comes back. He goes, hey, hey, man. He said he doesn't like guest sets, all right? <laughs> So only one of you is doing a guest set, and it's you, yep. right? And he points at me, and Conkle's, like, freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> and I'm freaking out at this point. Yep. So I, I do guest sets, and I had this, like, Whitney Houston joke, and I cursed. And it I didn't bomb completely. It was mm -hmm. okay, but it wasn't like it should have been on the show. Right. And he was, he was nice to me, though. He was, like, cool because I was young, and he kind of let it go. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then, uh, you know – Fast forward sometime later, then it was just working with him, like emceeing multiple right, right, times right. and stuff like that. And he was so I, Yeah, you've definitely emceed a, a couple of the shows that I've featured. Yeah, and yeah. And T-Robe emceed a couple of them. And yeah. then I covered, um, I ended up covering for uh, Robe, because I know Robe worked with him once. Mm -hmm. And I covered one of the nights. And then that's when John was like, hey, you coming back down? Yeah. You hear? And I said, no, I'm. I said, I just filled in for the night because um, he bought shoes off my dad. I got him some oh, yeah. New Balance because he liked tennis. And little. Yeah. So uh, he would call my dad and always be like, man, I need them socks. Like yeah. those specific socks he needed. And uh, so he goes, hey, you coming back down? I said, no. Nah. I said, I just filled in for the night. I was like, I'll catch you. He said, no, nah, go in the back. Tell him you're coming on. Uh, uh, tomorrow and I was like oh that's the coolest thing because yeah. you know how John is if the show's set how it is yep. he didn't want any he extra time it. in it yep. and so for him to do that I was like oh man that's like one of the coolest gestures and we had worked together multiple times by then mm -hmm. but it was still cool and then it's like he was like comedy's granddad he's like the black oh, yeah. granddad of comedy Oh yeah, and you know like I said that's touching history so mm -hmm. it was no different to me than Richard Pryor saying hey yeah. You got a guest set. Come come yeah. down. Or, you know, it was great working with you all weekend. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we worked together a couple times with him. Because um, I, I, I feel like I worked with him, like, mm -hmm. about five times. Yeah. So, yeah, five, six I, times. Um, for me, I, I, I don't remember stuff like this, which I wish I, I, I wish I did, because I just kind of just go do it. And yeah, I don't. yeah, yeah. But I do remember that um, I think I, I worked it. I worked the first time I worked with him, and then the next time he came through the next year, and this was might have been 2011, 2010, maybe yeah. 2011, after the first time I worked for him, because I feel like the first time I worked for him was an MC. I should, I could go back and no, look at all my. No, you're featuring. Yeah. 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 I didn't. Yeah. So, the next time he was coming back, I remember the manager came and said, um, "I said I want to work with John Witherspoon again," and she was like, "Well, that's very funny because." His manager just emailed me and said that John said that he would like to have Big Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Big Aaron. Yeah. Big Aaron. He said, is that, he said, Big White Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Now, I used to be over 300 pounds. Yeah, uh, that's so funny. So you big can't flip flopping on. So, I, so I get the report that he requested Big White Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so I worked with him. And then he told me. Now it was so funny because he he was he's rep by uh, Levity Management. At, yeah, yeah. At, at and the, and so he would always say that Robert Hartman was his manager, yeah. which is basically like the head of Levity, which he kind of was, but like you know other people. So he said, "I told Robert that I like you, so 
because when they emailed me, they like whatever, like, hey, John said, blah, blah, are you okay with that? I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. Great. Yeah. That's fine. So then from there, he goes, yeah, email email my manager if you want to go do something with me. And I said, okay. And then I was also working for all the Funny Bones. Yeah. And I kind of got connected with him, you know, just through those. Yeah. So, you know, when he had week, I said, you know, I'm approved to open for John. Boom, good to go. And then that's just, and then, you know, the last five years, it was just, you know, yeah. and, and John is old school, by the way. Oh, John yeah, is man. not other comics where I'm like texting you, like, Terry, what's your dates? Can I come out with you? Yeah. No, it's like, I didn't have John's phone <laughs> number. John had a cell phone for his wife and his kids. Yeah, yeah, it's that's private. It. Yeah. Like, he didn't give people his cell phone number, nothing. He, like, I've seen managers being like, oh, you want me to give a call, John? You'd be like, yeah, just call Robert. Like yeah, he'd call yeah. my offices. Like he, he was a very private dude. Didn't want to. Didn't talk about his family. Didn't like, you know. Uh, or like he, he talked about his sons a lot. He talked yeah, about he what did. his. He loved his know, kids. He loved. And his, his wife kids, collected yeah. like art and things. Like, yeah. did you know his wife? They collected. Um, what do you call it? It's like. Words. No, it's no. uh help help me out, black friends. It's it's <laughs> the it's the very racist Greens. um blackface. Uh, uh, Sambo. Sambo stuff. Sambo. Yeah. His wife, he showed me some pictures. I was about to say sweet potato yeah. pie. Like, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> she, part of like you know, like the... Um, the big red lip. Yeah, the big... Yes, yeah, the yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That's what it was called. That's yeah. what it was called. She collected all that stuff, and... Uh, why'd you hand me this microphone? Because I'm walking around. Oh, okay. Talk. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what do you want me to do with this microphone? <laughs> um, but, yeah, she like he talked about her, like she collected art and those things. Yeah. And it was actually a pretty impressive collection. Yeah. Um, we talked about his sons. You know, his son's a rapper. JD is a comedian, you know, viral, you know, kind of sensation. Yeah. Uh, sketch comedian. Um, JD's talented. He he um, he spoke very highly of JD for. Oh, yeah. For, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, and he loved. And that's what I loved about him, too, man. He loved his family. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know how there's some like. There's some celebrities that are so disconnected from their families. For that's that, and it was that's true. So we, we've great. seen that. Yeah, we've seen it a lot. And um, it's so great to see how much he loved his, his kids and, you know, right. his, his wife. Not just being pops on TV, but pops in real life. Right. And, uh, you know, he would tell stories about his kids. Well, now, one of them was in the skateboarding. Oh, yeah. And uh, That was his rapper son. What, it, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what was the... Remember the uh, what's the famous comedian whose son is a skateboarder, Latino dude? Oh, Paul Rodriguez. Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. Son, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When you say Paul Rodriguez, a lot of people like because I've had Paul Rodriguez on this on the podcast. show. Yeah, yeah, you had him on, and it. he was saying that like now, like they, people think of his son and not him. Yeah, you know they I mean? do. And I right. remember him saying like, you know, he introduced his son to. Uh, Paul Rodriguez Jr. Oh yeah, because he loves skateboarding. He said, "Yeah, we used to do comedy yeah. together, me and his dad." So, you know, I got yeah, him yeah, hooked yeah. up with him. Um, it, it was real cool. Yeah, uh, there's JD Alex. 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 Yeah. Alex. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It was always, you know, it, it was always about his family making. He was always talking about making his wife comfortable. Yeah. You know, like, well, she's spending my money now. Alex wants to. Alex wants to do a new rap album. <laughs> I'm like John. Why are you still working, man? It's like the week before Christmas. Oh, you know Alex wants to do a rap album. <laughs> He'll say stuff like that. Um, so funny. Yeah, because he and he owned property in Florida. Yeah, yeah. And he had tenants and stuff. Like little stuff that you're he like, had, yo, what? He, he had, had property in Detroit. I remember him telling me one time that his sister rented a house rent free. <laughs> Should I say this? She might be passed. I don't know. He was like, my sister, she rented a house for 10 years and didn't pay me nothing. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Um, dude, I just, all the little stuff. But just um, going back to just like talking late at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are things I will never forget. Oh, yeah. Because for like sure. you said, that's like talking to Barry Sanders. Yeah, it was that's, history, I mean, bro. And, you know, you would hear, he would tell you stories that you never heard before. Oh, about, that, I remember like, him talking about him and Snoop getting, getting so <laughs> Oh, yeah, he smoked with Snoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, me and Snoop got so high. And he said, that's like, the last time I smoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he does. He talked about on stage every once in a while. Yeah. Then he smoked with uh, he smoked with Snoop, and he's like, "This is that Obama Kush." <laughs> he said, "When we used to smoke, it was just called reefer." Yeah. Yeah. He now, said, now it got hope and change in it. <laughs> yeah. He said, "You smoking the seed pop out? You catch the seed?" And yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, he was so great, man. Yeah. It was awesome. But that stuff, man. When you know, I remember going like you go back to your hotel. Yeah. You're just a comedian. You're just opening comedian. You're like, I just had an hour conversation with John Witherspoon yeah. about Richard Pryor. Yeah. I mean, this is unbelievable. Like, you know, being able to experience those things, you you, you know, I, I don't want to take them for granted. You know what I mean? Well, we can't, bro. I mean, I don't want to. And that's why I wanted to have this talk. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I just want to be like, hey, like this, this dude was special. Indeed. You know what I mean? I, I think that's the sad part about, for me, with comedy is, you know, we started, when you start comedy at a certain time, you knew. And yeah. you, there's experiences that a lot of these new comics will never get. Right, right, that right. That they don't have. Yeah. Like, we're having these conversations. Right. And we're laughing about bits and things he did and you know, you know who else you know who said. i saw I've, uh, I've always thought of that i really i really loved um a lot was uh bernie mac oh yeah and bernie real, uh, you know real. knowing me or people that are listening know me i would have opened for bernie mac <laughs> <laughs> and i and i at some point i hopefully <laughs> yeah. hopefully and i and i i always think like ah oh, man i wish i could open for bernie wish i could saw him live i wish you i could have just met him yo. yeah like, right yeah, yeah, yeah bernie um that's a good point too. Like I've never opened for Tracy Morgan, but I've been cornered by him for thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I've met <laughs> and given Tracy. life advice. Yeah, which is better than opening for him. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Man, so funny. You a comedian? You a comedian or a comic? <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Why? Yo. Why are we in a broom closet? <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Morgan really, he cornered me in a sound booth and we talked about comedy for a half an hour. Yo, and that's the funny thing about comedy that a yeah. lot of these, you know, a lot of newer comics are like, I don't really want to meet these people and they're, they try to act tough. But it's like, yo, you guys have no idea what you're missing. Yeah. These experiences are experiences that will stick with you for the rest of your life. Like, I know for a fact, I will always remember once that day comes when we make it, mm. I'll always remember who I worked with. Yes. The stories that come along with you them, know. even if they don't remember. I remember mm -hmm. Martin Lawrence, uh, they did a tribute to Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. Martin Lawrence told a story about how he drove all the way from D.C. to another city to see Eddie Murphy yep. when he was hot. He said, because everyone was like, yo, you got to go see this cat, yeah. right? He said he saw Eddie and was like, yo, I need to step my game up, right? So he goes to the club afterwards to try and meet Eddie. And he, he said, I don't know if you remember this. And Eddie goes, no, nah, I don't, <laughs> right? But that just tells you. That's the journey. Like, like yeah. he didn't remember. So Martin says he goes up to him and says, hey, can I get a picture with you? And he said, no, nah, I'm about to leave. And he says, so I got a picture with Robert Townsend. <laughs> and it's like, you know, when you look at that, that circle of black comedians during that time, mm -hmm. it was the same circle. It was Keenan Wayans, Robert Townsend, Eddie Murphy, John Witherspoon. Oh, John they, Witherspoon they, yeah. was in the movie Hollywood Shuffle, which was about a struggling black actor. Mm -hmm. And what uh, Robert Townsend was influenced by Rudy Ray Moore with the Dolomite situation. Yeah. He maxed out all his credit cards to make this movie. And John Witherspoon plays the manager of the Winky Dinky Dog. Yeah. And that's where he does the whole, uh, you know, Winky Dinky Dog, whole cakes. Whole yeah. cakes. Whole cakes. got to eat, too. Whole got to eat, too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's so cool seeing him go from these, these different roles in this history. And then you're touching that history. You're talking to it. Yeah. The fact that he gave us the time of day to sit down and have a conversation. Not that we were bothering him, asking for advice, asking right. to go anywhere. You just let him know, hey, thank you for the opportunity. Right. Appreciate it. And that's more respectful than somebody who's, you know, like leeching and doing stuff. Cause sure. Roy Wood Jr., did you see his post? Maybe. He shared remember. a funny story about okay. uh, how he used to always try to drive the openers to to where they had to go. Yes, I did read it. Oh I my did. god, it was the funniest thing ever. And he yes. said that uh you know he was like, Oh y'all little mom, I always want some advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I always has for advice. And, yeah. and you know it's like it, we we can't sometimes we do that. 
But with John, you were just happy to experience right. what he experienced. Him telling you stories. Like he's telling me about Suge Knight talking about yeah. Oh, put 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 him out. This this weed too strong. And he yeah. said, No, you ain't gotta tell me. So you know, like he would, I, I remember just him, him, he would, we'd be sitting there just relaxing after the show. He'd be, oh, he'd get a towel, you know, he'd take his shoes off. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, because he he'd started be sweating. He would always, um, yeah, he'd untie his uh, bow tie. The last, the last couple years, because he had arthritis, the last couple years, he didn't wear his like white, pearly white dress shoes anymore. Yeah. He wore like high top Air Force Ones. Okay. That yeah, was his yeah, gear. Yeah. With his uh, all his uh, Ralph Lauren, <laughs> yellow, uh, hilarious. He always had yellow, he. yellow, <laughs> and then he points to his teeth, yellow. yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Got to coordinate. He always had the freshest clothes. Yo. Always, yo, um, for no reason. But he would kick his shoes off, you know. And this is you're right because I, you know, we're professional features. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, like yeah, we know yeah. how to act. We know how to yeah, be cool. We don't, we don't get off. Be kind. Be funny. Okay. Yeah. Every <laughs> but, once in a while, you might. You, you might get the people that star strike me are different though. Me it's too. Like, me too. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. Like Buffo the clown. Weird like, stuff. <laughs> weird people. I'm weird. more starstruck by Buffo. I was starstruck by weird people too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother. And podcast. then you then we get in like with like, famous what? people. Yes. Weird. And we're just like, hey, what's going on? I think it's man? comedians yeah. that we're you're comfortable with. You're just like whatever. We're you know what I mean. Yeah. That's that's the thing you were touching on that younger comics you reach a level where you're like, oh, I'm in. Yeah, oh, I'm like yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Like I'm loud in this room, and everything's cool. Yeah, and they don't talk to me like I'm an open micer. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. once you realize that, uh, you're like, whoa, this is a different world. This is different. It, you know what I mean? Good. Yeah. Um. Well, no, because he would just start conversations with like the TV would be on, whatever on mute, you know, in the green room. Yeah. And he'd just <laughs> be like, man, you know, back in '78, Aretha, when I was on tour with Aretha, and I was like, what? Yeah, randomly. <laughs> and then that's how he would see something on TV, or someone would say something. And he he would go, oh you know uh, when I when I, when I was in a party with the Temptations, and I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and what? Uh, one of the things is when when Richard Pryor started doing movies, he was less and less involved with Richard. Yeah. And because of Richard, I guess um, he said that he would get gigs from Richard's people, mm-hmm. and so people would call and say, "Can Richard Pryor open for the Temptations?" And they're like, "A uh, hundred thousand dollars." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh." And they're like, but we can give you, we can give you John Witherspoon his opener for ten grand, and they'd be like, oh okay, and he was like, I was getting paid stupid money wow. to go open up for pa- Patty Labelle. He worked with the wow. most, yeah, because I think Cause his Patty used to open for Richard, on right? Tour. And and she from Detroit? Uh, yeah, I think I want to say she there was. Is. I, I don't want to mix I it up. I don't want to quote there it. Was somebody, yeah. There was somebody from, there was a, a female singer we from Detroit. We ain't check our little computers. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I got a supercomputer sitting it's, right it's here. Yeah, like, like we can't We don't fact check, check nothing. But yeah, he would open up I don't like it. arenas. Yeah. Arenas for the Temptations. The uh, uh, Patti LaBelle, Aretha Franklin. Like over the years, he's, oh, the Commodores. He he has named so many people he's open for yeah. in, in arenas. Ridiculous. And I'm just like, what the, what? And you working, you working. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so that that's grind? weird. So, and I remember asking him, I'm like, what do you do? Like, you go and open up and you go crush for like, you know, how long you do? He says, oh, 20, 30 minutes. And that's it. Yeah. And then you crush and then the f- the Commodores come out? You know? Yeah. And then play what? for what? How many like, hours? <laughs> I guess, I mean, it is similar to like, that's like opening up for someone real, real huge. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I've only opened for My people. My cousin was in the Commodores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, like and I said, I said, after you do that and then Aretha Franklin goes oh, on and and crushes yeah. what are you doing he goes what do you, i'm getting drunk yeah. <laughs> i'm like what he goes we getting drunk already <laughs> he's like you're getting drunk with the crew you're getting, he's like yeah. we already drinking and eating that, that's crazy bro just to think of those stories. all that stuff he did all like the history that he had and then just being in the vicinity that's what i'm saying i will Ooh. say i i will say that um this is a funny thing we can we can and we can end on this cuz i mean we're about to lose battery um, <laughs> um so we're about to be done um one yeah. of the things is i think john for me is one of those few people uh that you wish you could see what they saw yeah do you know what i mean yeah like There's, the visuals like when like you told i think me about of elvis yeah and prior right. and guys and like you that. think of Jonathan you think Winters. of you know you know and and, and I, I would say right now exclusively like entertainers yeah you know to to see what someone like arnold schwarzenegger has been through 
Yeah. The fact that to to be able to feel and remember in his head what it was like to like win worlds, you know, Mr. Universe and you know. hit movies and be governor and like the things that he's seen. John is also one of those people that I feel like all those experiences he's had to get a TV screen on that memory yeah. is just unbelievable. Yeah. The things that he's seen and been involved in and the stars that he worked with. And he ne- I have never felt any iota of him um, ever feeling like he never belonged. Yeah, at all. Because I remember I remember talking, I forget who we were talking about, working on something, and I was like, that's like a big thing. And he goes, we're all working. Mm-hmm. And I was like, isn't that crazy working with Eddie? He goes, no, we're yeah. all funny. We're all working. It don't matter who it is. You go in and you be as funny as you can be. Yeah. And that's it. He was on that. Yeah. And, I, you know, he's also one of the few people that, you know, shout out to all the other headliners I've worked with, but <laughs> – He's also one of the ones that say, next show, Crush Harder. Yeah. He was like, damn, you really – he would always – he go, he go, oh, he would always go, you got him on that one. <laughs> Ooh, Aaron, you got him on that one. And I was like, I'll tone it down. He goes, nope, nope. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll relax. He goes, nope. I said, okay. He won. He won such a good show. Yeah. It was uh, – and he was a stickler for that, like I said. Yeah. Because um, I remember somebody uh, – Forgetting their lines on stage once working with him. Yeah. And he was like, Man, what is he doing? Is he high? What was <laughs> that boy smoking? And like he's literally on stage trying to figure out what his next bit is and he's losing it in the back. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're right, man. It it is. Yeah, you had uh it's it's a beautiful thing, bro. Yeah. Like you said, because he was uplifting. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Somebody oh yeah, no. Trying to be. He yeah. was ne- never negative. Yeah, no. Like he was like, and a lot of people would realize too is that he wasn't this like mean old man. No. His uh-uh. what was amazing is I've said to this to people before, what you saw him on stage. Now, okay, he he was a silly dude. He was always funny, always cracking jokes. Yeah. But when he was serious, like I I say this in a way, you know, he was very well read, mm-hmm. very intelligent. Like would also talk about history, mm-hmm. and he he liked like the history of television. Would talk about that a lot. Yeah. So when you would see him on stage or in movies, I would explain to people. I go, "That's his Larry the Cable Guy." Yeah, it is. He, exactly. He that, was a character. Actor. Yes, yes. He he would go on stage. I'm like, that's not him. He mm-hmm. just decided one day, oh, crazy old black man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Did, like then, if you could describe it, it's crazy accident? old black man on the bus. <laughs> Wasn't like, it because he got bumped in in traffic? In Detroit, I don't remember. There's a story about him, like, like a car accident and him acting crazy on purpose to <laughs> act like oh, there was something. And that's yeah, yeah, where, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the idea. I kind of uh, know what you're talking about a little yeah, bit because if you see early John Witherspoon in the Richard Pryor show versus yeah, right, the, the pops that we know right. and love, it's completely different. He was a little like bit of straight talking, yeah, like a little bit. But then it was like once he hit like boomerang and house party, he just started getting wild. Yeah, it was and then rap. Friday solidified it. That was it. Yeah. And I, he did say he goes, I just remember people thinking that was funny. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, I just kind of leaned into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah. I. I. I guess it's one of those things that like, I wanna I wanna remember it now, because I know later I'll be like, whoa. Yeah. This is a chapter in my book. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want, I don't think that way. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. But it's that's just, like, it's just real. like, that's, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, know, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know what you're talking about. I got no about, words, bro. man. I know what you're saying. And we were, I just want to appreciate that. We were blessed to be able to meet him, work yeah. with him. And um, one of the greatest comedians, yeah. comedic geniuses of all time. Yeah. Because that character went on to be in everything and it could cross over in anything. And, and and even Tracy Morgan has credited John Witherspoon, yeah, for making crazy funny. Like yeah, he, like he, did. he said that, you know. Um, yeah, you know, and it's just funny that just um, mushroom shirt. Just people just don't realize. Um, it's a weird thing too, because I want to just say before. Okay, we gotta go. We gotta. Hear. Jerome's been playing us out for like eighteen minutes. <laughs> it's funny thing too, because I I know. You know, some people may say, um, why are these two comedians from Pittsburgh talking about John Witherspoon? Yeah. Like, I've never met his wife. I've never met his son, Alex. I met his son, J.D., yeah. you know, in Hollywood. You know, I, I had to. I'd be like, hey, man, 
JD, like I'm Aaron, like I work with your dad, like oh that's dope, you know, but, yeah. you know what I mean, like, um, but you know, and part of me was like I, I want to fly out, like I want to, you know what I mean, like, yeah. but that's what's crazy about comedy, man, mm-hmm. is that you know we have such close relationships with each other from working, yeah, and because comedians, as soon as we meet each other, there's something unsaid that we know if you're here you've been through the shit yeah so we just automatically respect each other True. yeah and um you know like i said when you make that club once you join that club yeah people every comic knows know how to bit how big they are mm-hmm. if a comic treats you like shit they're not a good. They're not a good comic. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll yeah, tell you yeah. that right now. No, I can true. almost guarantee that, mm-hmm. because a lot of times we just, you know, so so we have these experiences with these comics like this, and and for me, you know, being able to go on the road, and you know, it's you don't you don't see those type of people like me and Terry, yeah, uh, that have been touched by someone like that. You know, you're not going to read about us in the Hollywood Reporter under his little blurb. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, yeah. But you. There's so many people that he has touched and and ha- has been part of their experience. Yes, and changed that people their lives. and and this is just my way of just saying like thank you. like I said in the post, thank you to his family yes. and his and his 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 team yeah. and the people around him for even letting us letting me be involved. Yeah, with someone like that, it's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Bless his family and rest in peace to him. And yeah. Like you said, that's this is our way of just paying tribute and a thank you to somebody who's bigger than we can even say on here. Yeah. Like we're going through these stories and we're going through these things, but there's we, so much more. There's so much more. We can't even. We don't even got enough time to I say even, it. I know. And I, it's so difficult to just say it. You know what I mean? Because he was one of those guys. I was like, yo, he's gonna live to be a hundred years old. And, I know. And it's still be in these movies. So it's it's a huge loss. Um, a lot of people talk about Cosby being America's dad, mm. and uh, for me and and I could speak for uh, the black delegation. <laughs> exactly, uh, he was really America's dad for yeah. he's black I, America's dad. I, I and, agree with you. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I did a awesome. bunch of funny little videos when I was making fun of uh, myself for not having a dad, and <laughs> I did this little funny video. It's on YouTube. You can go check it out. I, I asked Pops to be my dad <laughs> when Vine was big. I was like, "Will you be my dad?" And then he yells at me. <laughs> so you can check that out but uh so funny. yeah thanks for being here man oh no thanks for Jerome, having me bro thank, always thank you no problem man thanks for being here always with always. the beats and just letting us talk i appreciate that <laughs> that, was, that was nice i enjoyed it i enjoyed I like it. it that was great this was good this yeah, was great. it was yeah beautiful hey bang 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 that's only four bangs that's don't, four bangs don't go to five <laughs> bangs to that's five. a porno that's site a porno <laughs> site <laughs> <laughs> Because you be funny